It's Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. And what a show we have in store for you at the halfway mark of the working week. And of course, I couldn't do it without the team. Matt Dyson, good morning to you, sir. Hello, David. Emma Jones, good morning. Good morning. And Glenn Moore, good morning to you. Ahoy, hoy. So this camp, but I like it. These are the things we need to think about because coming up over the next few hours, we're going to be asking you to hand in the cool badge. Have you done or said something seriously uncool? Get them into me, Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. As well as that, we're going to be fully focused on how you can help my friend Matt Dyson become Heat Magazine's Secret Crush 2021. We're going to be delving once again into my 100 collection. And today we start the discussion surrounding the specialist categories. And we are talking the 10 greatest movie soundtracks of all time. And to get the conversation started, we're going to be joined by the editor-in-chief of Empire Magazine. Terry White's going to be on the show, of course. Use that hashtag, The 100 Collection, on the Absolute Radio socials to have your say. And up next, it's a mug. And it could be yours. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where, as promised, it is now your time to win a mug. And all you need to do is display any kind of show knowledge. Effectively, I'm going to play you a clip of something that happened yesterday on the show, and then I'm going to attach a general knowledge question to it. Answer that question, get the cup. And, well, yesterday, and I was prompted to message him that I was so impressed with Matt Ford's Tony Blair impression. This is about... Who should be the secret crush? And if you look at the pictures of the people on there, not only is he the most attractive, as you and I and all of you listening know, but he is the one that you would want to keep secret. So in the spirit of the very principle that underpins this plebiscite, it's only right that you vote for Matt Dyson. So there we go. Matt Dyson, I have to ask you, when you and Fordy are doing the brilliant rock and roll football on, on a Saturday afternoon, I know that before lockdown and stuff, you guys would occasionally go for a beer. Have you ever done that thing? Have you ever been tempted to go, oh, do your bojo? Do, do your Tony Blair? Do, do your <laughs> no, Noel Gallagher? Have not, you, have you no, ever... not in the pub. Not in the pub. Because I suppose okay. it's like his job, isn't it? It's like you get, me going to the pub with you and going, go on, Dave, do a time check. Give us a time check. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> my, my job is much more than time checks, Matt Dyson. I, I thought you no, were going to go for five no. words, five grand, or say something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Say something well, that off the cuff, not about. time checks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Of course, there's more to it than that. But no. that does happen when you're out and about. But no, I, I, I just yeah. enjoy them when he does them when he just drops them in it's Noel Gallagher is amazing uh, when he does that I love that oh I don't know if I could be as restrained as you I would be asking him 24-7 were we on uh, pub <laughs> drinking terms Fordy and I right so the question is after that brilliant Tony Blair impression what was the Labour Party's campaign song during the 1997 election what was the Labour Party's campaign song during the 1997 election let us know win a mug it's your Wednesday morning where, as promised, it is time to give away a breakfast show mug resplendent in black ceramic and with the words Wix written down one side. And joining us right now, having a guess at the question and displaying her show knowledge, it is Sally. Good morning, Sally. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Very good. How are you? E- excellent. 
Very well, thanks for asking. So Sally, to get your hands on the mug, you need to tell me what was the Labour Party's campaign song during the 1997 election? Okay, it was um, Dreams Can Only Get Better by Dream. Oh, it was Things Can Only Get Better by Dream, but you know what? We'll give you that one, Sally. Congratulations, you've won yourself a mug. Bravo. Thank you very much. Thank you. No worries. What are you going to do with your mug? Where are you going to keep it? Oh, I'm going to use it um, every day. I've been wanting to win one for a long time, so I shall use it at home and in work. It's going to go everywhere with me. Oh, Sally, this is music to my ears. Thank you, thank (laughs) you, thank you thrice. Stay safe. Thanks for tuning in. Bye now. Okay. thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. So, of course, yes, this... was the 1997 campaign song for the Labour Party. Anthony Charles Linton Blair became the leader of the Labour Party in 1994, then Prime Minister in 97, a role he held until 2007. He has been played on screen by Michael Sheen three times and twice by Robert Lindsay. Plus, as we all know, Professor Brian Cox played the keyboards in D-Ream. Did we all know that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine. We all knew that. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where the time has come once again to ask life's big question. And that is, Matt, what's going on out there? Well, Dave, first up, I have some Scouse graffiti for you. A thread of some uniquely Liverpudlian pieces of uh, artwork on walls around the city. The Pope have done a rundown of all the best ones uh, that have been seen. They've been collated for us. And uh, they're basically a series of your mum and your dad jokes, uh, but uh, with a sort of Scouse (laughs) twist. Um, This is all genuinely written in pen on walls around Liverpool. Things like your dar listens to Natasha Bedingfield in the bath. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to attempt to do the accent, but I imagine it'd be better if you did it in the accent. Your ma eats Pringles on the bus is another one. Uh, Quite a strange one here on a wall in the city centre. So your nan sells tea bags out of her false leg. Um, <laughs> you can, you can imagine mo- like a German dictionary teaching you English this way. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Hast you, du any tea bags in ein Grandmutter's <laughs> Grandmutter's leg? You nearly got it, mate. Very good. Very good GCSE German staying with you there. Uh, th- there are more. Your ma claps like Louis Walsh. That's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> All your ma's passwords a password. <laughs> uh, your ma smokes rollies in bed with her socks on. Um, yeah, your dad sits at the top of the stairs pretending to be the chaser. <laughs> and uh, finally, your ma thinks Ringo was the best Beatle. Uh, right. Oh, okay. Of course. Yeah. So, is this? Are there two different sets of handwriting? Is this a is this a tit for tat thing going on around yeah, the city? Yeah, it seems to have been yeah a trend in Liverpool uh, that everyone's been getting involved with over the past year. And uh, yeah, well, excellent work. I'm loving their work. Some of them I couldn't say on air, but you know, obviously. But uh, it's really nice, a uh, really nice graffiti trend from the streets of Liverpool. There for you. I really like the, the more underwhelming, the better. Do you know what I mean? Like when it's graffiti, yeah. it's like your dad. Your dad selects end matches a draw on FIFA. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. And the very niche ones are always nice. The fact they're taking the time to write it on a wall as well. It's very excellent, excellent stuff. Long may it continue. Uh, and uh, the other story this morning is a musical coming together of, uh, of everything we've been talking about this week, funnily enough, on Social Ammo. We had the 80s Oasis song yesterday and then the Nickelback Sea Shanty on Monday. Now, the British band who collaborated with the Canadian soft rockers on that shanty uh, a band called Lottery Winners. Uh, Rob Lally from the Lancashire Band has been doing impressions of Liam Gallagher on TikTok. So imaginings of what Liam Gallagher would sound like covering different songs. And this is, uh, this is one example. Liam Gallagher doing My Girl. Yeah, really, really impressive impressions. We've been doing a lot of stuff on the social media. They're everywhere at the moment, lottery winners. They've got a new uh, song out called Start Again, which features Frank Turner, which is out now, but they seem to be all over my socials. And hopefully you'll be talking about them later, and I may have saved you some data. It's your Wednesday morning, and if you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, which is this show, then you'll be fully aware this is the day of the week that I claim the cool badge. Have you said or done something seriously uncool? If you have, then send it along. All the details, please, to dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And this week, well, I'll get the ball rolling because I did something very uncool, and that was whilst making our bed... I accidentally punched myself in the... That's right. Whilst whilst making the bed, I punched myself in the... You know, in the... Who does that? It, you know, and it, do you know what I blame? I blame the winter duvet. It's heavier, and because I do zero yeah. exercise, I, I, I blame the I'm traffic weaker. outside. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Dave. <laughs> Everyone's come to have a look. <laughs> Strangely bruised on just one side. Um, no, I was I was yanking at the uh, yanking at the duvet to pull it over. So Emma Jones, you hear me, sister? So the symmetry is either side on the duvet, and it's all laid yes. out nicely. We know the rules. Uh, so I was pull, pulling it over, and bang! I went. And punched myself wow. in the. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you so, bent, uh, bent double in pain, were you after that? It was the full Mr. Bean, <laughs> which is funny enough <laughs> yeah. what I call it. Um, I uh, yeah, I was bent double. I was in a lot of pain. It was awful. Um, very uncool. Um, Matt Dyson, are you handed in the badge this week? Um, well, I was out with uh, Bess, uh, uh, Bertie the dog, and little Ted the other day. We went to the, out in the snow. We were playing on a cricket field, and we spent about half an hour running around making snowmen, throwing snowballs, and then. I realised I checked my coat pocket. I didn't have the dog lead and uh, I completely lost it. I thought I must have took my gloves out or Bertie's jumper and it 
fell on the floor. So I tell, tell the kids and the dog to stay at the side. I'm going to literally retrace my steps, look around the whole cricket field, which is quite big, as you can imagine. And I spent about 10 minutes searching through the snow for this dog lead. And I even asked two girls that were playing there, if you see a dog lead, could you just let me know, please? And, then, <laughs> and I couldn't find it. I was there for about 10, 15 minutes searching through snow. And then as I finished and thought, well, I can't believe I've lost this dog lead. I checked my jeans pocket and oh, the dog lead no. was inside it. Oh, uh, so, so any any grain of cool I had with my daughter is now completely gone. <laughs> I told you that putting that much stuff in your jeans pocket would eventually lead to this kind of mess. I know. You were right. One day you'll find the dog in there. You put so many things in there. You don't even feel the bumps anymore. Um, Emma Jones, you handed in the badge this week. Yeah, well, I didn't even think this was that uncool, but I think someone got in touch last week and mentioned uh, that they'd bought a hot water bottle. And it's made me realise that my whole morning routine is very uncool. Um, so my working from home <laughs> setup the last couple of weeks, because it's been so cold, um, is that I sit on um, our new dining chairs that we've ordered. I have a hot water bottle on my feet and I have a, a woolen blanket across me. So I look somewhat like a nana in a rocking chair. Wow. <laughs> Which I, I thought was wow. just sensible, but apparently that's that's not cool. Oh, are you are you like that now, or do, as we broadcast at this very moment in time? Do we? Yes, find I you... am. Right, the only okay. reason I don't in, also in have chair. my uh, have my portable heater on is because it makes too much noise for the recording. But uh... if I could, I would have that on as well. <laughs> right, but it's nice that you put the knitting down because you know the needles clack together. It's quite distracting <laughs> yeah. while we're trying yes. to do the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, there are more cool badges, including Glenn's. He thought it was off the hook, but he's not. They're coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. It's Wednesday morning where we're all handing in the cool badge uh, this just came in from Stu who says hi Dave I would like to hand in my badge my son has started watching Cobra Kai on Netflix so I proceeded to show him the crane from the original movie I pulled a muscle <laughs> oh, oh so desperately uncool um, Glenn myself Matt and Emma have all handed in our badges have you been a cool customer this week or is there one to come my way no, this is this is nightmare territory. Um, I can't be the first person this has happened to. This is I, like this is mortifying. I don't know if it's just a, it's more a humiliation badge than the cool badge. But I am um, so I was seeing I, 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 because of it, despite lockdown rules, I can still see a personal trainer like a couple of times a week. But we just have to stand on like either edge of a car park uh, outside. And just uh, he just yells instructions at me, and for any passers-by, it just seems really, really weird. Um, but he so basically, I uh, this has taught me to respect the do not tumble dry label. I I grabbed a hoodie from the tumble dryer and wore that. And um, basically, during the session, he asked what was in my hood, and I didn't know what he meant. And I checked my hood, and in my hood that I'd grabbed from the tumble dryer was a pair of my boxers. Oh. <laughs> and it was literally a nightmare. And I just, oh, I, yes. I said it was a hat because we're on the other end of the thing. I just said it was a hat because it was cold. I was like, oh, my, my hat's in there. And I just stuffed it into my rucksack. But I was thinking, oh my God. And I can't, it's, it's something that I still wake up in like a cold sweat. This happened towards the end of last week. And I think about it now every day. It's what sort of underpants? What sort of underpants are we talking about? Like, what sort Look, of just black boxes. Nothing. It wasn't like oh, pink right. with love hearts. It was nothing extravagant. You know? It could have been black. It, it, it was like from the other end of a car park it look, it, it, you could have just thought it was a hat it's all the people that were on the bus that you got to that train <laughs> you were thinking about as well <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate it I hate it so much 
Uh, so there we go. Glenn has, uh, to his own admission, had to hand in the cool badge. What about you guys out there? Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. There's more coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, as does giving you a platform to hand in the cool badge. And we're joined now by someone who starts their correspondence to me here in my spare room with Hi Dave, Emma and Glenn and of course everybody's secret crush Matt Dyson <laughs> and that person <laughs> is Dan in Preston good morning Dan good morning I just have to say it's uh, I don't think it's no longer a secret crush I think uh, the world knows it's just a blatant crush <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't hide your love of Matt Dyson away. That's what you're saying, Dan, isn't it? Well, exactly. Ever since Dan. I've seen him on a trampoline dressed as a baby, it's uh, it's another. One <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people Ding! around that one. <laughs> that was that was a, that was a lockdown God. one challenge that uh, Dan is referring to, and, and inexplicably, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't even Dan's call badge. No, um, Dan's call badge um, is the fact that well, Dan, you, you're embarking on. A, on a, an amazing challenge you're building a new house for yourself and the family is, is that right yeah yeah i'm building uh we're just about finished actually we've built a log cabin uh, on my dad's farm for me and my wife to live in um so right. basically to avoid it floating away in the floods with like noah's ark um <laughs> i decided i needed to do something about it really because I, I got home one day and there was a great flood outside surrounding the cabin I donned all my waterproofs, got my pickaxe out and decided to dig a trench away from the, to diverge the water away from the cabin. Um, it's a great success to be fair. And then when I oh, got inside, um, to survey my kingdom, so to speak, um, it was no longer the Ganges, it was working perfectly. Um, <laughs> I had a brew in hand, and I have to say, like I said in my email, it was unfortunately not an absolute radio mug, which uh, I probably endorsed to everybody to get. Um, <laughs> I was looking down at my dog, who's actually blind, so he couldn't even see my success. And then I looked out over the garden to see it draining away and thought to myself, that's Mother Nature beaten. <laughs> <laughs> and as I said, you I have to say... You stood toe to toe. I said it like, great, uh, like Alan Partridge, so it was just perfect for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you stood toe to toe with Mother Nature and you beat her. Dan, this is really good, man. I mean, it's just another, just a perfect example of the different types of people that inhabit our planet because I get in a real strop if we've got a little leak from one of the light fittings and I've got to go and get a bucket to put underneath it, let alone getting <laughs> pickaxes and waterproofs on and wading out there with my dog by my side. This is true heroics. Building a, a log cabin for you and your partner to live in. This is the stuff of romantic dreams, Dan. You must be very proud. It is until it starts floating away. <laughs> well, listen, Dan, you know what? Not not just because you handed in the cool badge and told the story so well and because you're a hero to us all and you've been endorsing Matt Dyson as no longer a secret crush, we're going to send you a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug as a little housewarming present for you and your wife. Thanks for tuning into the show. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you very much, guys. Take care. Nice one. Cheers, Dan. So that's the kind of thing we like on a Wednesday. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Cheers, Dad. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Hello, good morning, and welcome along to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters. But you know what else matters? 
Heat Magazine's secret crush and our very own Mr Matt Dyson. Now, in case you've been living under a rock for the past few weeks, or of course, holed up at home because of another national lockdown, the unconventionally sexy Matt Dyson. Matt, are you okay with me calling you unconventionally sexy? Dave, like I always say, you can call me whatever you like, big boy. (laughs) Well, Matt has been nominated for Heat's Secret Crush, a poll which asks their readers who floats their less than conventional boat. It has been won by... Here's Morgan, two years in a row. You shouldn't spit, let alone in your own spare room, let me tell you. no. But it's time to take matters into our own hands with your help. If you want to vote for Matt, head online to heatworld.com slash secret crush to make your mark. Or you could even go one step further. Would you be willing to send your workplace an all-staff email on our behalf? Think of it as the next US election. Think of all of the votes. All you would need to do is email me, which hasn't changed. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, and I will personally send you a copy of the following email. (coughs) Dear esteemed colleague, who I'm hold in high regard, knowing you as I do, which is very well indeed, I can tell you the kind of person that's into the less conventional side of life. Which is why you have been duly chosen by me to help the one and only Dave Berry and his sidekick, Matt Dyson, and the wonderful Absolute Radio team defeat Piers Morgan in Heat Magazine's Secret Crush. It's time to hoist Piers from the top spot, which he has coveted for the past two years. Please vote for Matt Dyson to win this year's Heat Magazine's Secret Crush. Vote here, heatworld.com slash secret crush. Your country and your Dysons need you. Hands, face, space, insert name here, drop mic. So, as I say, if you're willing to send that out as an all-staffer, let me know. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, thanking you in advance. Dave Berry's 100 Collection. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, which is why at the beginning of the year, I realised I had a captive audience that were perfect to help me trim down to create my massive record collection into just 100 albums, the greatest of all time. And we started back at the beginning of the month by focusing on the 60s, and then we moved on to 10 albums from the 70s, the 80s, and so on and so forth. At the beginning of the week, we did things that come under the umbrella of classic rock. And today, well, we move into our first of three special categories, the greatest soundtracks. Have your say on social media. It's the Absolute Radio socials using the hashtag The 100 Collection. And to get the grey matter of tickling, well, who is better placed to help us out than the editor-in-chief of the one, the only Empire magazine? It's my friend and yours, Terry White. Good morning, Terry. Hello, Dave. How are you? Very good, thanks. Really appreciate you taking the time to talk movie soundtracks with us this morning. Uh, your help is greatly appreciated. Um, but but first of all, well, let, let's talk about, you know, if the, the soundtrack to the movie of your life would have recently had some um, baby music in it. Uh, congratulations <laughs> on becoming a parent for the first time, Terry. Thank you. You inspired me, Dave. 
<laughs> the dad pod's got a lot to answer for. <laughs> it has. It has. There are children all over this country because of you. <laughs> um, we would love your advice on the greatest movie soundtracks. Now, only 10 albums can go into the 100 collection. Yeah. Terry, to your mind, uh, it's a big ask, but where do we start? Oh, God. I mean, for me, there are filmmakers who really understand how to use a soundtrack um, in a really sophisticated way where they really move the story on. And there's lots of different ways you can use soundtracks. It can just be great music. It can shift the tone. It can tell part of the story. But for me, the really great ones, think about Martin Scorsese um, and Goodfellas. Think about Tarantino and Kill Bill Volume 1 and Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. These, these directors really understood how to use incredible music to really enhance their films, which I think is the key for me. Right, OK, I mean, you, you touched on Pulp Fiction there, which was the first kind of movie that came to my mind. You look at Dusty Springfield, Son of a Preacher Man, and then there's the lovely Royale with Cheese speech on the album. So you're getting bits of the movie. You're getting the bring out the gimp alongside Al Green's Let's Stay Together. <laughs> so, I mean, that's been put together beautifully, hasn't it? And, and Tarantino's got a little bit of a history of that. Yeah, you know, he, he is actually one of the directors who probably spends, you know, as much time on the soundtrack as anything else, because I think he really understands, you know, how you can use it um, almost counter to the film. So, you know, you'll have a film of incredible, a scene of incredible violence, obviously in a Tarantino film, and it'll be soundtracked by a really upbeat, seemingly happy, poppy song. And that kind of play between the tones is, is really important, but he's made a career out of it. You know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which was out a couple of years ago, had an amazing soundtrack. Reservoir Dogs, you know, for him, I think it's a really key part of telling the story in the film. And I think he's really kind of set the standard in terms of how you use soundtracks as opposed to scores, proper soundtracks to um, tell a story in your film. Um, of course, also, we should mention one of the nicest human beings I've ever met, and you probably agree, Danny Boyle, also one of the most talented. And you look at Train Spotting and, and the CD that came along with that back in 1996 or whenever it was, you've got Underworld, which would go on to be basically the soundtrack song for a generation. So he does fine work as well. Yeah, and that was out in the 90s, and I think a lot of good soundtracks also really encapsulate that era. So you listen to it and you're immediately transported back to those times. You hear Temptation or Perfect Day, you immediately think of the 90s, you immediately think of that film. Uh, Terry, would you please stick around? We've got so much more to talk about. Is that OK? That's fine. I'd love to. Brilliant. OK. More from Terry coming next. Dave Berry's 100 Collection. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on your Wednesday. I'm so pleased to say that on line one is Editor-in-Chief of Empire magazine, Terry White. And Terry is going to give us a little steer into the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. So Terry, what I've got to ask you is, do you think there's any place in the 10 for Disney's The Lion King or Aladdin? Or do you think any of those could take one of the places? It depends if you are, I suppose, a good person or not. I'm a terrible person, so I say no, because, you know, I, I a Disney film has its place, especially now where I've given birth, I've got a feeling it's going to be in my future a lot. But for me, if it's 10, which is what you're saying, 
that is a hard kind of number to boil it down to. No, no, it's it's absolutely fine. You've given more than enough for us to think about, and I'm just really grateful for your time. Um, Terry is, of course, the editor-in-chief of Empire magazine, um, a magazine that I've been very fortunate in the past to, to pen a little piece for and do some podcasts with. I, I couldn't recommend the latest copy of it enough. It's huge. You've got Edgar Wright, and if we're talking about soundtracks, we've got Baby Driver. Uh, is an incredible oh, yeah. movie soundtrack. Um, yeah. Tell everybody how what, what came about with Edgar Wright because he basically asked a question on his social media that then became this bumper edition of Empire Mag. Yeah, so he just threw out a thing, I think it was last November, saying what's in your ultimate moment in the pictures that's brought the house down? You know, the moment you, you all laughed or you were scared out of your skin. And he had tons and tons and tons of replies and he came to us and said, how about I do a little feature where I, I ask people what their favourite a moment in the cinema has been and I was like that sounds amazing let's do a massive cover story so he put the call out to Hollywood and you know I think the first person who filed their remembrance of being in the pictures was Steven Spielberg which was oh. quite the moment and then 39 other actors and filmmakers followed Chris Evans James Cameron Patty Jenkins Spike Lee Daniel Kaluuya like it was incredible um, and he brought essentially Hollywood together in what I think is a, a beautiful love letter to cinema which we're all you know missing massively at the moment so it's a case of it's both what you know and who you know when it comes to Edgar <laughs> Wright and the latest edition of Empire Magazine uh, Terry uh, take care of yourself love to the little and stay safe and I can't wait to see you in actual person one day very soon it will happen I promise it will happen. Terry White, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed, Terry. So there we go. That must have got the grey matter a tickling. Head to the Absolute Radio socials right now. Use the hashtag The 100 Collection and tell me what are the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where right now I'm joined on the show by a dear friend, a man who was just a sensation when he joined me on my dad pod not too long ago. It's the one and only Jeff Brazier. Good morning, Jeff. Morning, Dave. How are we doing? Very good, man. Uh, welcome along to the show. So you did join me recently on the Dad Pod. You were fantastic and obviously perfectly placed. And your new series of podcasts, which you're doing alongside Absolute Radio, is called Only Human. Uh, t- tell everybody what's in store with that, Jeff. Well, it's Q&A format. Um, there's a lot of podcasts out there, great podcasts that I listen to that are about high performance, but not everyone can aspire to be a high performer. I think some people, Dave, just want to be okay. So I, I recognise a, almost like a, a, a sense of responsibility in myself to um, to kind of collate everything that I'm learning, either you know through coaching, through the books that I read, through the podcasts that I listen to. You know, it's all a collective effort, isn't it? And it, I, I wanted to kind of translate the best of it so that um, if you can hear Freddie in the background, by the way, he's been quite noisy, <laughs> but obviously we're all working from home at the moment, aren't we? Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, get it all out there so that people can benefit from it as well because the point of me holding on to holding on to all of it myself if I have the platform to be able to share it. It's great, Jeff, and it sounds like Freddie's really championing the course here. Every time you, you hit a beat about, you know, trained life coach, uh, you know, your your amazing book, The Grief Survival Guide, uh, we hear Freddie in the background go, Yay! 
Hey! And I don't know what you're celebrating, we... uh, but it's not we... his schoolwork, that's for sure. <laughs> it's like your height, um, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the big things in this lockdown is just how people are moving through this really difficult time and the distractions of having uh, your family at home with you whilst you're trying to do your work. And we're just trying to get along, but we're doing it, you know, in the same four walls every single day. I'm sure that's going to be a, an issue that people will be raising from time to time with you, Jeff. Yeah, it's like we've had to um, rewrite the family rule book. Um, so, yeah, it's a good job that we like each other, and I'll, I'll probably escalate that to love. Um, but in terms of uh, us adults, we should be able to work it all out, right, guys? But um, for the kids, uh, you know, I feel for them um, more more often than not, just simply because the social interactions that they're, they're missing out on is vital for their development, vital for their sense of de-stressing and... and understanding who they are what their identity is and and that's a bit up in the air at the minute so yeah they've got their xboxes and whatever else to chill out on but we obviously want them to go back to to school and to work and you know to continue developing their future and who they are as people so communication is key i think to understanding like what your new routine has to look like in order for everyone to get done what they need to get done communication is key if you want to submit a dilemma to jeff um you can do so using the email address jeff at onlyhumanpod.com that's jeff at onlyhumanpod.com in fact we have one right now um and it's uh, it says dear jeff i was until recently a happily married father of three two cats and a gif pom style dog that is set for instagram fame Two weeks ago, everything changed when a friend told me the news that I had been shortlisted for Heat Magazine's Secret Crush 2021. My mind is whirring. I cannot stop thinking about my new life as an international sex symbol. I will be adored by men and women everywhere I go. How can I even begin to keep my feet on the ground? Yours truly, Dat Myson. So, uh, Jeff, sorry to put you on the spot with this one, but have you got any advice for Dat? Well, first and foremost, um, I think you'd be doing a public service by lending your images to, um, you know, anyone that wants to look at them. So thank you uh, on behalf of my wife and I. Um, secondly, I'd say, why don't you ask your partner as well how they feel about it? And, um, and maybe that's going to help guide you more so than, than any advice I can give. Okay, so I hope you took something away from that, Dat Myson. Yeah, I hope that, he did. It yeah. sounds very yeah, familiar. Yeah, you really guy, hope, but, yeah, you think I he hope did? He yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff Rage's Only Human is out now for you to download for free from wherever you normally download your podcasts. And if you don't know where that is, well, we're going to post a link to it on the Absolute Radio socials right now. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Jeff, lovely having a chinwag with you, my friend. Stay safe, and I can't wait to see you uh, in the old norm one day very soon. Take care, man. Hopefully. Take care. See you, bub. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Wednesday morning, and, well, here's something nice. Over the weekend, I received a nice little package from Thoughtful.com. They're a creative greeting card marketplace and support independent designers and small businesses from all over the globe, which is just lovely. Now, they set us a challenge to create a Valentine's Day card. So not only are we jumping on board with this, but I've also put it to Bush and Ritchie, and they said we would love to get involved. So effectively, we have the first lockdown challenge of the year. Who can create and market the best Valentine's Day card? And what's more, you'll be able to send them on thoughtful.com. That's T-H-O-R-T-F-U-L.com. 
And so, um, well, this is slightly underhand of me, but I do really, really want to beat the home time show. So I've gone and enlisted some help. And it comes in the shape of a very talented content creator. She's going to help us out. It's Cassia. Good morning, Cassia. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm looking at your designs right now, uh, and you can look at them as well out there. It's thoughtful.com slash creator slash Cassia. And in there, you're using Netflix shows for inspiration, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Lionel Messi makes an appearance, Boris Johnson. So there's politics, (laughs) there's sport, there's television shows. Where do you get your inspiration from, Cassia? Yeah, as, as you've mentioned, absolutely from everywhere. So before the lockdown, it was celebrities and what famous people would do or say. But when 2020 happened, um, I just transferred into politics as well, because there was a lot of inspiration in those press conferences, I must say. (laughs) Yeah, there certainly are. Well, listen, our mission is to create one of the all time great Valentine's (laughs) Day cards. Okay, now this is what we're thinking. This we, we, we chucked out there. People came with their ideas, but effectively we're thinking, my face, my big face on the front, and then <laughs> yeah. maybe the rest of the team, Matt, Emma and Glenn, but with much smaller faces, just, just so everyone knows who's really in charge of the show, just much, much smaller faces. Yeah. Or even you have to kind of, you know, you have to really squint to see their faces. But basically there's my face in the middle. And then we, we were thinking we'd cut the mouth out so that um, the, the person oh. uh, giving the car could put their tongue through it <laughs> and you know, and the lucky recipient um, could could get get some uh, Dave Berry tongue action. Um, yeah. Cassie, your initial reactions to, to this uh, design process I've been going through in my own private time. I I absolutely love it. That might actually work. Like I've never ever heard about something like that, and that's, that's actually very passionate yeah. and romantic. And that's how the yeah. Valentine's mm. card should be. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Hey, it's great. <laughs> I think everyone can hear why Cassia was our design consultant of choice now. Go and have fun with that, Cassia. And you know, and any suggestions on what we could do and how I might look on the front, we would really appreciate you helping us work up our Valentine's Day card. Is that okay? Yeah, that would be great. I would love to do it. And uh, probably I would use your name because it just calls for word shaker. I would use something like very happy Valentine's Day or I love nice. you very much. Oh, yes, yes, Cassia, that's what we're after. Um, We look forward to seeing the final design. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. We'll speak to you very soon. No worries. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, Cassia. Speak to you very soon. So it is breakfast versus home time, the Valentine's Day card lockdown challenge. Who can create, design and market the greatest Valentine's Day card with Thoughtful.com? Only you can decide. Your chance to vote will be coming up. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it for your Wednesday morning. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in. If you have it in you, if you've got a spare bit of downtime between homeschooling or working from the spare room, wherever it may be, I urge you to go onto the Absolute Radio socials and use the hashtag The 100 Collection because I'm determined to add 10 of the greatest soundtracks of all time to The 100 and I would love your advice and opinions. 
Now, as always, also for some downtime, or you could listen along whilst you're working, we offer you up a podcast. It's all the talky bits, gaffer taped together, no songs, no ads, but what shall it be called? Well, it's either going to be named, and this came from listener Dan, ever since I saw him dressed as a baby on a trampoline, of course Dan was talking about Matt Dyson, um, but I think we go with our guest-laden 8 o'clock hour, and we go for two Terry's, one Jeff and a Cassia. Uh, that's the podcast that you're looking for and know this we'll be back tomorrow 6am stay safe stay entertained arrivederci he came he saw he tried to conquer but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio